Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, so why do you want to work at Tim Hortons? Well, I just arrived in Canada two days ago. Two days ago? Why didn't you apply yesterday? Oh, I was setting up Uber. Oh, of course. That makes sense. Uh, we just want to make sure that your voice meets our microphone standards. Can you say welcome to Tim Hortons? Can I take your order, please? Welcome to Hortons. your order, please? Perfect. That sounds just right. Perfect. One more question. How would you react if you were surrounded by the most severe mental illness while addicts shoot heroin in the bathroom? Hmm. I'd continue working totally unfazed. Oh, per- Are you sure you haven't worked there before? Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Minnow. You can find me on Instagram at pops.culture or at Pops Culture Media, but not Pops Culture Me, bruh. One. <laughs> um, or on Twitter at Papa O Minnow. As usual, though, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how are you doing today? I am doing good. Things are looking up for me. Um, I forgot about that. You just reminded me about that account. Uh, we'll get into that a bit later, though. Um, everything's good. The weather's kind of shit right now, but I'm feeling unusually positive. So, um, yeah, it's a pretty good space to be in right now. So, hopefully we get a good episode, you know? I know it's hit or miss. <laughs> Which side of Gabe you're getting, but this should be the good one. It's good to hear. That's good to hear. <laughs> don't get this one very much. Don't get what? You don't. You don't get this side of Gabe. Happy Gabe. Oh, <laughs> is there anything you want to share with people <laughs> about why you're happy, or you're just like happy? <laughs> uh, uh, well, I, I think it's just the thing. I just feel like normal and stuff. Like it's, I don't know. It's just you know, things have been kind of even. Like nothing great, spectacular, or anything. But you know, when life just goes its course, especially after the last like two and a half years, how shit's been. Like just a good couple weeks does it. You're just like you're way too excited about like, wow, I had a normal week where nothing terrible happened to me. So the bar is so low, I think, for uh, being like I'm good or I'm okay. Because if you don't set that bar low, then you're like, you're just never gonna be happy. So I'm not trying to get happier. I'm just trying to bring the bar lower. If that makes sense. 
Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Nothing tragic happens to me. I don't get bitched out about something I said on the podcast. No one breaks up with me. Those, <laughs> those are the things. Those are your victories. Yeah, the, the things are things are great if one of those happens. How was your trip to your cousins last week? Uh, it was. <laughs> it was as it went as awkward as you think. Like it's trying to make small talk with two people who absolutely don't understand small talk. Like it just doesn't even click in their brain, and it's just like the weirdest, awkwardest like pauses and stuff. Like they're nice enough people, but. That was it. Was it was it was weird because it was just like the three of us too, and I'm not close to her like that at all. Like I've never even hung out with her one on one, but she wanted me to, to hang out with her fiance or whatever. And it was um, it went as awkward. Nothing, nothing stands out. It's just like I just can't. But like, have you ever had that where you're stuck with someone? Like you have to kind of make a small talk with them, and it just it's just not happening. So you just kind of sit there in silence. Yeah, I think it's definitely happened, but I can't think of a time off the top of my head, though, because it hasn't happened to me recently. Yeah, like, I kept throwing things out there, expecting, like, responses and stuff, and then I was like, you know what, I'm just going to sip on this beer and let the awkward silence resonate (laughs) here. So, that was, but can't complain. Yeah, there's definitely two different levels of silence. Like, there's silence when you're comfortable with someone and you know you could just be quiet, but then there's also silence where you're trying to get to know someone and it's like you ask them a question, yeah. but they don't have any answer for it, really, and then you just sit there and you're like, all right, well, I'll just go fuck myself, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the time I, I told you. Like, Usually I'm pretty good. I went on that date and I was like, oh, are you are you big weather person? And she looked at Yeah, me that's like, an awkward silence. <laughs> because cause, like, she wasn't, like, you know what I mean? Like, she just, like, awkwardly was silent. So I was like, I really had to get in my bag. And somehow my bag consisted of, are you, are you big into weather? So uh, I got real desperate. I threw out some probably weird stuff out there um, last week, too, just because I was clinging to anything we could talk about. Yeah. I mean, uh Usually those embarrassing stories make for our best episodes. Like I was looking back through some of our episodes and which ones are rated the the highest <laughs> and like men deserve Valentine gifts is our, I think our biggest episode that we've done. Um, is this sexist is also another episode <laughs> where a lot of people tuned in and then doing my thing, the episode where I talked about how I got a, uh, not rejected, but like, <laughs> I know I, I shared that one with everyone. Yeah, I definitely fumbled the bag with this girl in university, and like that episode's ranked pretty high as well too. So, any embarrassing stories seems to be uh, <laughs> okay. well, to I've be got, the ones that go up. I got you guys covered. I really uh, put myself out there so I can get constantly embarrassed this summer for good stories. Yeah, the thing is, I'm not um, kidding either. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, my week was pretty good too. Uh, I actually went to a conference for my job. Not that you were asking, but yeah, I'll just, I throw this out, just throw this out there anyways. Uh, yeah, I went to a conference for my job, which was pretty dope. Uh, but the funny thing was, is that the conference itself wasn't as popping as it should have been. According to my boss, he was saying that like conferences are usually way busier than the one that we went to. Mm-hmm. So they kind of ended up ditching the conference and like we went to lunch and dinners and stuff and yeah, and I just That's realized dope. that uh, right? yeah, yeah, it was it was cool because like my bosses were obviously the ones paying for the dinners, and then some of the guests we had were like pay for dinners and stuff. And it was weird because like I was partying with my boss at at these like clubs and stuff, and well, I'm just you, like, this, do you, you this don't know? You work from home, right? Yeah, yeah I work from so home. You don't, like, you've never even like met these people, no? No, no, I met I met my boss before. We had another event that we went to in Toronto, oh, okay. so oh, okay. I met him. But like his boss or his partner, um, I hadn't met before. 
So he came into town uh, along with some like one of our other financial people that works with us. Yeah. Um, so I got to meet them for the first time. But I'd, I'd met my personal boss like before at, an, at another event. Um, uh, okay, I got you. But yeah, it, it was it was definitely interesting because like they're definitely an older group of guys. Like all of them are married, they have like kids and stuff, and I'm still not anywhere near that. Um, and yeah, just like the money that they're throwing around and stuff, and all that was pretty. Uh, it was pretty dope. Like, I definitely got to see a, a different side of Toronto that I usually don't see that much. So what? Um, like the what do you mean different side of like the what? What is that? Just like restaurants and. Well, the, the clubs that we went to. Well, we only went to like one club, and I'd already been there. But the restaurants that we went to, I've, I've definitely oh, never went, been in any of those restaurants. Out, out, eh? So, yeah, eventually at night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you get so did you get drunk? Cool. Or were you getting hungover, Papa? No, no, no. I was actually. Uh, I, well, so funny enough, on the weekend I went to uh, Boozy Fade on the Friday, and I had one of the worst hangovers because I always forget that Friday is a bad day for me to go out. Because, yeah. like I said, like I usually go to the gym early in the morning. So on a Friday, I'm at the gym at six in the morning. And on that Friday, I was out partying till at least like two or three. So I didn't go to sleep till 3.30. Um, so I was up for like 21 hours. And then my entire weekend past that was so bad afterwards. I was just like the hangover wasn't so much that I was in pain or like planning to puke. It was just I was tired the entire like three days afterwards. Yeah. Um, so since this was a Tuesday that we went to this conference, I was like, yeah, I, I, like, I drank, but I didn't like get wasted. Obviously, I just had a couple here and there and then it kind of helped that we were day drinking and we also ate during the day as well too so oh, okay. it was uh oh, it was day helpful in that too. Sense, but, it was yeah. a good time good work meeting eh yeah it was pretty sick it was actually super fun and enjoyable um so my week's actually been pretty good and that, like since the conference ended yesterday like now i'm just kind of like catching up to my actual work <laughs> which kind of sucks it's like the end of the week but it's whatever I'd, I'd, I'd still take those two days over uh an entire work week for sure. Okay, so, so. Let, let, just a question for this because I always I always disagree with people. What's your take on like work friends and having them and like I know you work from home, so it's a bit different now. But like the idea of hanging out with your coworkers after work, like even if you like them and stuff like that, because I, but I am fully opposed to. I don't want work friends. Like I, I don't want to see you after work and stuff. Like I, I even if I get along with you in that, like I've got my friends already. I don't want to do stuff, but I was like basically ostracized in one of my jobs. Cause they'd be like, Oh, like we're going for drinks after. And I'd be like, and they're like, are you going to, are you going to come? And I'll be like, no, like, and they're like, Oh, you got something to do? Like girlfriends. I was like, no, I'm just going to go home and sit and stuff. They're like, well, why aren't you going to hang out with the team? I'm like, I spend 45 hours with you guys a week. Why would I want to hang out with you? And they thought it was like so bizarre and stuff like that too. It would always give me shit. So I don't know. What's your take on that? That's that's because you're a loner. One, <laughs> two. You clearly did not like them that much because I'm the complete opposite. Like I actually miss it now that I don't have. Like now that I'm working from home, I actually miss uh, being in the office with some of the people that I did like. So I mean, in my old job, I had I had a couple work friends and like I would hang out with them after work. So that was actually cool. Uh, but now that we're working from home. I kind of do miss having that aspect of it. Like I, I wouldn't trade going back into the office for it, but it's definitely, especially my adulthood, it's definitely a benefit to have work friends, especially after, uh, like, you know, sometimes you have like a shitty day at work and your friends want to go do something. It's like, all right, like let's go hang out. Mm. So I was definitely super into it. Like I know me, um, and a couple of my friends, we went to go watch a movie after work. Uh, we've gone out a couple times after work. So, I'm I'm super I'm super into it as long as it's people who you actually enjoy hanging out with. 
No, then, the, yeah, I think it's a. I think the it's thing a is, move. I actually did like them, but we spend so much time together. Um, because we'd like, we'd have yeah, to, yeah, but that's like work time, that's not actual enjoyable time. That's a well, completely I mean, the, different the dynamics, different though. No, because like that was when I was doing the forest firefighting, so it would be driving for like eight hours in a car, you know what I mean? Like, it the dynamic was different than just the office, like, okay, it, so you never hung out with any of your office friends. Yeah, I never like. I don't know. I'd rather not. Like, I don't know. I do enough like smoozing and stuff in the office. Like, obviously, if I know it's an advantage to me, then I'll like fuck. I'll go like be friends with this guy and like drink with him and stuff. Like, I got I've got an interview with the Warriors because the guy from the White Caps worked there, and I befriended him, and so he's like he hooked me up with the interview type thing. So I was like, okay, I'll mingle that. But like, if it's just like these are the people that can do nothing for me. Absolutely not. Like, I'm not trying to be friends with these people. He's <laughs> just making business moves with uh, friendships. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, so the, I'm the opposite. I think, I think, yeah, I think I'd rather have real like work friends than to try and schmooze my way. Well, with I, got, some I, other I got too many but. real friends already. Like, you know what I mean? And I don't see them often. So after a day of work, I would rather go like, meet up with the homies and have a drink than like sit with fucking Steve from accounting for another two hours. Yeah. I mean, I do two to an extent, but I feel like a lot of my friends now have kind of moved from the city because of COVID and stuff. So I don't really have as many friends in the city that I would want to hang out with now. Um, That's what I'm saying. Now I think I'd miss it a little bit. I mean, I'd rather have it now than I did before because Beforehand, when everyone was in the city, like, yeah, it was fine. I didn't really have to hang out with work friends, even though I wanted to, but um, and even though I did. But now I think it's hurting a little bit more just because there's less people that I know in the city. So I'd rather have work friends to be able to hang out with now than I did before. True. But that's um, even like with Bo. Like, I, we never hung out when we worked together because we just like sit beside each other and fuck around and that. And then, but I never was never like, oh, let's li- link up for a drink. But now that we don't work together, we always like get together and go for drinks and stuff. Cause it's like, okay, I don't see you that much. So like, obviously I really like the kid, but when we're working, I'm like, fuck, I've already sat beside this guy for eight hours talking nonstop. So that's why too. But anyways, onto the show. Yeah. Uh, this is episode 132 of the pops culture podcast. As always guys, you continue to like rate review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms really helps us out, helps us grow the podcast. So I would appreciate if you guys could do that. Uh, Spotify, you can just click like the five stars there. Now it's pretty easy. You can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google play, Stitcher, Amazon music, reasons FM and iHeartRadio. radio. Uh, I guess the first place we'll start off with is, iOS 16, so Apple had their developer conference a little, like two days ago, I think, and they've got iOS 16 coming up, which includes a major update that a lot of people have been asking for for a while, which is the ability to unsend text messages or edit them in iMessage, Um, and there will also be an option to also uh, unread stuff so that you can come back to them later if you so choose. Uh, but these options will be available for 15 minutes after sending. So if you Ooh. send something and then 15 minutes, like within the 15 minutes, you realize, hey, I want to unsend this or I want to edit this message, then you can definitely do that. It'll send a, not a message, but it'll leave a note uh, to the recipient that the message was either edited or unsent. This is much like what WhatsApp does. So if you've ever used WhatsApp or Slack or anything like that, you'll see that you can do those same options as well too. Uh, But this is different because it's only 15 minutes after. Um, But I did really wish that this option was available when I was younger. (laughs) 
I was sending some like dumb texts. Like, for example, we were just talking about that whole situation with the uh, doing my thing girl. I don't even know if I had an iPhone at that point. I think I had a, a BlackBerry. Uh, but like an unsent, an unsent message would have been super key at that point to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, I've definitely found myself in a lot of situations where I'll send a text message and get left on read and be like, man, I probably shouldn't have said it that way or shouldn't have sent it. Uh, but I, I think it would have been definitely uh, way more... Not affordable. Way more uh, beneficial, beneficial. in the past than than it is now. But it's still a cool feature. I'll take. I'll take. I'm glad still the king it. though, because it doesn't even tell them that you sent anything. Yeah, but the thing with IG though is if people have notifications on, which I don't know how many people do. Like, do you have notifications on for your IG? Fuck no. I don't. No. Yeah, and my, my phone lot- would just be covered <laughs> in that shit. Then, like, yeah, I know a lot of girls do though because they love getting those notifications. Insane. So. If you do send it, it still shows the notification that it was sent. Yeah. Um, but when you remove it, they'll just like go to the message and they'll see that it wasn't that it's not. I there, still rather than have them be like, "Oh, yeah. you sent a message," but like, the, I don't know. I've been lots of times I they haven't noticed that, and yeah, sometimes yeah, I'll yeah. go back. Like we, we'll already talk, and then I'm like, "Fuck!" I already asked. Him for, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, "Fuck!" I already asked him for like a favor that I'm about to do again. And the last so you just delete. So I go back from like five days ago and delete that. Like so, won't like the next time I see her, won't be like, "Hey, can you like whatever do this for me?" And then so I'll go back and like she won't have that reminder that I'm only asking for favors all the time. Yeah, this guy's a sicko. Yeah, yeah, very tactical with my sent and received ones and stuff. And so sometimes too, I'll message like when I was kind of in this on and off with this girl, I would message her on purpose to delete it, and like so on WhatsApp, so it would say like this message was deleted and then like i was just playing games with her like i didn't even say anything and she's like what'd you say oh, it's like, true, true, true. <laughs> just so she sees a message yeah yeah she's like, oh, what'd you yeah say? this so, guy and i'll be like I'll pretend, so then i'll pretend like i said some great like emotional thing or something but i really just put like a word and then deleted it, it was like oh like you know i just i, just, I was feeling some <laughs> some type of way but like you know whatever and then i just want to see a reaction before she, and then i'm like okay if she's feeling that i really want to know then i'll write up some shit and stuff like Bro, I've been so, I'm so tactical with that stuff. Dude, you are a sociopath, bro. <laughs> that is some crazy next level thinking. Thank God that Apple's only doing this for 15 minutes, because mm-hmm. you you wouldn't be able to get away with that shit on this. But I know, but um, then I don't, man, I work quick within time too, though. I need that like that 15 minutes is still good, and you can. Ch- but also too, I hate some spelling mistakes I make and send. I hate that I I did it. So that's also nice too. Like, you know, when you make yeah, like a yeah, real yeah. bad one, yeah. you're like, fuck, I sound like an idiot. So that's, yeah. that's clutch. <laughs> like, I hate when I reread it after I've already sent it and it's like we're using the wrong there or something. I'm like, oh, fuck. So that's it. That's good. This is the first update I'm going to do ASAP. You know, like, usually I'd wait forever and I don't care, but let's, yeah, get this, yeah. let's get this pony on the road. Yeah, I remember one time I sent a girl a message and, like, my grammar was so, not so off, but it made a difference in what I said. And it was on iMessage, and I already sent it. And I was like, I didn't realize in the time. I only realized, like, after the conversation, I went back to read it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, why did I say this? Like, it sounds so stupid. So that would have been clutch in in that situation. Yeah, um, exactly. There's, like, there's like what? sometimes I'm just, like, rushing. And they're like, what are you even trying to say? And I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. And then there's been other times you send that late text message, and you're like, man, I shouldn't have sent that after, like, a night of drinking or whatever. You send something stupid. I'd like yeah. to it's a, and it like i don't even send like the you up text like that's not what i'm sending it's just i might like 
see one of her photos or whatever and like yeah, compliment yeah. her on it but it's at like two in the morning and it's just like oh, okay shit this is not like this is not a time i should be like messaging a girl but whatever, like for whatever reason because i'm drunk or whatever i decide to do it so um I, so yeah that, i kind of miss those like trouble. in adulthood like at least like i kind of miss the drunk texts like getting them from girls and stuff too like i mean i don't miss sending them but i miss kind of getting them um because like in adulthood like 30 year olds are like either you live with this girl or like you know what i mean but i kind of miss yeah. the excitement of like they're like oh and i can hold it over her head she's texting me at like three in the morning and stuff that doesn't really happen anymore in the <laughs> 30s like and that so i, I kind of miss that aspect i miss being on the ones at the other side of a drunk text yeah those those are definitely uh huge serotonin boosters yeah sure. yeah it's like oh i got i oh, fuck i got the power now <laughs> yeah, this guy. This guy, man, you actually are a sociopath, bro. Like everything is so thought out and methodical. Like this guy was literally just saying, "Oh yeah, I won't hang out with people at work because unless it's benefiting me and my career. Other than that, I don't give a f about you guys." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all about. I mean, oh, I think man. I'm just honest with it. Like the the people on LinkedIn and like all of that and dude. Like, ugh. Let's what? not even get started on LinkedIn. Yeah, but I, I, I'm just like, <laughs> but yeah, I sound like a sociopath because I'm straight up. But I know tons of people fucking like think this. Like, come on, your career is so tactical. Like, you're grown up being told it's not what you know, it's who you know. So you don't expect yeah, me to yeah, be a fucking true. sociopath. Like, I, I, if, if everyone else could be normal, I'd love to be just friends. But apparently, I can only get this job if I fucking sucked him off. So, like, <laughs> so I'm doing what the I'm just following what the world told me to do, basically. Oh man, yeah. LinkedIn is so I I don't like yeah. the messages on LinkedIn. They're I can so go annoying, all day man. on LinkedIn. Yeah. We won't even. We'll talk about. I don't. We don't have time today. But next week I have a rant for LinkedIn too. That that yeah. place is fucking full of like. It's completely gone off. The it's like edge. the fakest thing ever. Yeah, it's like. But it, from like five years ago, it was okay. It's normal. And now people are like making up stories and be like, I went to this one kid and I told him he could do whatever and stuff. And then I saw him five years later and he was boss of the world and stuff. You're just like, all right, that never happened. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? So yeah, it's the fakest place on the planet. Yeah. I mean, speaking to someone else who's very methodical and thinks things out quite a bit, um, I actually heard from a source that Drake's dropping. A <laughs> Yo, new I was going to say Drake, too. I was like, that guy is the most. But I was like, are you going to say Drake? Because, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so outright with it. But yeah, he's dropping a new album. And I actually heard this from one of my bosses at work whilst I was hanging out with them. And I was like, how do you know this? And he's like, bro, like, I know someone close to him. And then, funny enough, Six Buzz actually reported on it. Like it's still a rumor, obviously, but they reported on it. I was like, "Oh shit!" He wasn't lying about what he was telling me. Um, so yeah, apparently the reason why he's dropping is it one he wants to get something out before summer. He wants to like dominate the summer this summer because obviously we're all back and open or whatever. Yeah. Um, OVO Fest is coming back as well too, um, which is already news. But the difference with this is that. He's planning on doing a tour with this. So it's not just going to be solely in Toronto like it normally is. He's going to be accompanying it by going to different, I'm assuming states. I I would guess it's a North American tour with this album as well, too. It's supposed to also come out before 4th of July. That way he's able to have his music out during the biggest celebration in the United States as well, too. And then all the music on it. So it's not going to be a stereotypical Drake album. It's supposed to be just bangers. So it's really? supposed to be a bunch of just summer hits. Where, where I would do you assume hear this? that from my boss at uh, at work. But then you say, oh, but like the information on the album though too. It's gonna be yeah. So he was telling me the information about. It. I haven't read what Six Buzz reported. I just mm. saw that they reported about oh, okay, it okay. afterwards though. 
So, yeah, it's supposed to be a bunch of hits. Um, I don't think that's going to mean... I don't know if there's going to be any R&B stuff on it. I think it's just going to be a whole bunch of sounds that are ready to be played during the summer. So that's, that's not specifically just rap. Like he was saying, there's probably going to be a couple different genres, uh, but who knows what those are exactly. But yeah, that's going to be his plan for uh, for the summer. It's supposed to be a surprise job. He doesn't want anyone to know the date. He's just going to drop it like the Beyonce thing and then are we gonna, go from there. Are we, so, so are we pretending like his last album didn't happen then? Can we do that? I mean, people can. That's what I'm going to do. If they, if they choose to. Yo, so funny enough though, I've no, you're wrong. I don't think it's no, no, yeah. I'm not gonna say it's, I don't think it's a good, I don't think it's one of his best albums. I still don't think it's, it's a worst great album. album. I think, no, I don't know if it's his what's worst. A, what's worse than that? That's the worst album. I mean, I don't know. Scorpion seems kind of forgettable to me, too, though. I don't really, there's a couple songs in there that I like from Scorpion, but I don't think it's, I think CLB might be better than Scorpion. I honestly think that, okay, off this album, no. I will say this. The songs that I like off this album, I've played a ton of times. So the songs I do like, I definitely listen to multiple times. I just think there's so much other bloatware on it that this album is definitely a lot of filler. Like, there's so many forgettable songs on here. And it still does sound like Drake trying to do, like, an impression of Drake. Yeah. But I will say that the songs that I do like, I think they are really, really good. Like, fucking fans, I've been playing that quite a bit recently. Um Frick. The one with Future, but not way too sexy. The other one um, is pretty dope as well, too. Girls no, like man. Girls. Scorpion is way... I'm looking at it now. Scorpion is way... <laughs> Yo, this guy. No, I'm upset. God's Plan was still a good time. Non-stop. You, uh, fucking... Yeah, Non-stop is one of my favorite Drake songs ever, but yeah. I don't think that the album as a whole... Ugh, I don't know. No, this album is nice for what? It's even a good little radio hit. Like, no, man. This is honestly not even close. Anyways, continue. You're wrong you're wrong <laughs> fucking ideology oh, yeah. so the song i was thinking the song i was thinking was into deep into deep's really good uh get along better is really good fucking fans is good girls want girls is good in the bible is good fair trade's good tsu i actually liked tsu before he put on the album because like it was i don't know i think i'd listened to it so much before because it leaked um 7 a.m on bridal path I, I don't know i think this is a, like it's it's not i don't think it's his worst that's all i'm gonna say i just don't think it's his worst but i think this album yeah will probably make people forget it's that even worst. dropped CLB out so think we'll about this for this week that. and come back to me and you'll admit <laughs> that it's the worst no i actually even yeah. like like yeah fucking no god's plan even i'm upset was a banger too like i liked it yeah this is not i actually like this album like you almost made me think i you were right no you're crazy <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I, I guess I'd have to go relook it. Yeah, I don't dude, know. I feel, like, I feel like Scorpion might have been forgettable, but as you keep mentioning some of these songs, I'm like okay, yeah, those were pretty big bangers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I haven't listened. I haven't gone back and listened to one Drake. Like I don't have one song uh, saved on my Spotify or title from that. So fair enough. Fair enough. Um, on to the next news: Lori Harvey, Michael B. Jordan. They broke up apparently. I don't know. According to a podcast that I was listening to, they say that this relationship was fake to begin with in, in the first place anyways. Really? But yeah, the story the story that came out, well, they were saying that it was used to benefit each other rather than actually, they weren't really like into each other. It was just more so at that point in their career, they could both benefit from being in a relationship, which I mean, happens in Hollywood quite a bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case, but um, it does seem like these guys were in a relationship longer than a year though. It felt like these guys were together for a while to be yeah. honest i never got um, the fake vibes from it 
though. Like, well, we didn't really we didn't really hear much about it other than he so took it to the aquarium why, that one that's time, why I think, and that's then. Why I think it's less fake because you don't hear much about it. You know what I mean? Like true. I mean, yeah, that, what that makes sense too. Serve, really, then if, if they were kind of out of the limelight. So. But when it, I mean, when it first happened, there was quite a bit of reports. Like it's been slow recently, yeah. but when it first happened, there was the story about him doing the Valentine's <laughs> thing. Um, there was tons of those vacation pictures that they were on too, as well. So yeah. initially, it had helped them, and then they were saying at the time as well too is that there's rumors surrounding. Michael B. Jordan, like one, that he's not into black women, and then two, um, mm. you know, some people were questioning his sexuality at the time as well. So that kind of helped. So weird, man. That, that kind of helped all those that. stories as well. So I, I always think it's just like some black incel that starts those rumors because he's just like jealous. <laughs> like, this like is gay. Like, it's so weird how it happens, like, all super famous black people. I don't know. There's women that do it too, quite a no, bit. No, no, there, there is. Saying, uh, I saw some comments saying that. I can't remember who it was, but they were saying someone was gay. And I was just like, how do you, how would you know this? Like, how could you even come up with this theory without presenting some kind of evidence towards saying why the person was gay? It's always those spiteful motherfuckers too. Yeah. It's it's usually that. And then that builds traction because negative news gets the most traction. So that's what happens. Uh, But yeah, the the story here is that apparently after a year together, he was, he wanted to commit, uh, he wanted to commit he is 35 years old and she's 25 and mm. she said she wanted to focus on her career. She still wants to be live that fun, happy and free spirit life. Um, and clearly Michael B. Jordan is kind of ready to settle down at this point in his life, I guess. So they're just on two different pages and then, yeah, they broke up and then the internet took to the memes and all that stuff because uh, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan was <laughs> at the game, <laughs> that Warriors game <laughs> looking hella sad. And you could definitely see the pain in his eyes. Um, and then also Corday posted a video about him being there last minute and like sitting next to him. And yeah. people were saying that that was intended to be Lori Harvey's ticket, but because of the breakup, he just gave it to Corday. So, um, <laughs> That's, yeah, so yeah. I, I honestly, I kind of like that. It's like, you know, even if Michael B Jordan could be down bad, then like I can too. I just, it made me feel better about myself. Uh, like, every, yeah. I mean, we, every guy's been there, even, even, Guys who've had tons of women, you everyone gets their heart broken. Everyone yeah, gets like there's, there's fucked up. So you're gonna take an L eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get I get my heart broken every six months, but like, yeah, no. So that was fine. I I don't. It, it looked weird because I all right away. I thought it like assumed it was just like the camera angle or like them coming in the re- a weird time. You know, like they do that. Like it's they say they're heartbroken, but it's just literally they just catch her like three three seconds of the clip type thing but yeah, it, it looked yeah. pretty genuine but he looked oh, yeah. like he was hurt yeah he looked like he was hurt especially when it's fresh like that like when the worst part when you break up is then like when you're doing shit on your own like right after and like yeah it sucks oh, like, you you're know. just like oh man i used to do this with her or whatever or i wish i could do it with yeah her, like especially like, like you guys would go to games together and then the first game seat just empty <laughs> yeah you know just like oh man like there's places i won't even go because like the memory with of my ex like with them i won't even like there's like in toronto like i was when, <laughs> dude that, now keep going, keep like, going i first moved like when i first moved there so i did everything with my girlfriend and then we broke up and so like i learned toronto like from her so there's so many landmarks where i'm like i can't like i go there i'm like fuck i can't i can't go in here it just makes me think of her so. yeah uh <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that because there's like so I, I have tons of memories with with like various different women in toronto so like i'll just be, be walking around and be like oh like this is a place where i did this with this person um 
But most of them were like amic- amicable yeah. ends, so some I don't of them really are good care. Too, like you remember, yeah, yeah, and some of them are good. But the ones that hurt, like the the girl that got away, and like um, a couple with like my ex, and I go to these places, and I'm like, f- like I just like say fuck to myself yeah. because it's just so painful. I'm like, oh my god, like why am I, why am I one in this area, and two, why am I going to this like restaurant or whatever? Bro, or that was all walking of- by here, and I'm just like. That was all street pain. That was all in Queen Street for me. Like I'm just like yeah. I'm just like I'm staying the fuck off the street because like that's where I live. And so we just go everywhere around there. Like and I get there like even when I like go through it on the streetcar, I'm like get a little panic attack. I'm like, <sighs> like it's just like it's just bad memories. Had like and the worst is though too a song that you like always connect with a person. Yeah, it's like yeah, the, yeah. like when they fucking ruin a good song. You're like, I can't listen to this one. Like, this makes me think of her. And it's like, bro, get over it. But yeah, yeah. that was uh, down. Like, Queen's gets down bad. Queens Park. There's like that one's double for me because one, it was the girl that got away, but then it was also like a spot that like I was with my my ex as well too. So like I just think of both of them at the same time. I was <laughs> yeah. like, man, this is. This is the worst. This is just like torture. Just going to this park now. Double like, homicide, as one yeah, would say. Literally, literally. Yeah. Like that's exactly exactly what it is, man. Yo, that's so funny too. But also some like fuckboy shit. Like there's multiple women. <laughs> place has been ruined by like you know like most people are like oh like my heartache from like my ex-fiance or something it's like yeah like three different yeah. women here really fucking yeah, 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 fuck yeah. me up here <laughs> so yeah that's a hilarious double oh man that's the that's the danger Getting heartbreak being, all in different ways city. yeah uh, like, yeah laugh oh, or, either laugh or cry is my philosophy at this point for so. real Ugh. all right we got i got a couple more minutes yeah here. you got a. Uh, <laughs> Couple more minutes, so we're just gonna we're gonna wrap this up real quick. Uh, NBA Finals, the Boston Celtics beat the Warriors last night, so now they're up two one in this series. And I think I've had a change of heart about how I think the series is gonna go. What what's your um, change of heart? Originally, I still want the Warriors to win, but I actually do think Boston's gonna win this series instead. Yeah, I think, I think Boston just defensively is just a better team. And defense wins championships. I know the Warriors played a great defensive game in game two. And I still think they can do that. But I don't know. I just think overall, because in game two, I didn't really see Boston F up that much. I think I won't blame it entirely on the officiating, but the officiating was a little bit shady in that game for a bit. Um, But a lot of their mistakes on why they lost, I felt it was some of it had to do with Golden State's defense for sure. But others, I felt they had a lot of control in why they were messing up. Yeah. Um, and I saw a lot of that rectified in game three as well, too. So I do think this is going to be like a back and forth affair. It's definitely going six either way. But I do think in the end, I think Boston's going to end up holding the trophy just because their defense and like their physicality just to me seems above a step above the Warriors right now. And, I see a lot of struggling warriors right now. Yeah, I know. It feels but like yeah, exactly. I don't I feel like Clay's really lost a step and like we he only have so much time for him to get his shot back and everything. And yeah. um and then Poole obviously like the finals kind of he just I mean, I expect him to be a good player and stuff, but he's kind of besides for game 2 for like half of that and stuff too and then just like Draymond's I don't know, I think the lack of like Boston's ability to prepare too, to have multiple t- times like i think the lack of secondary scoring for curry and stuff like curry's played fucking good um, yeah he's been he's been incredible. yeah you can tell he's getting like frustrated. i just you really notice like fuck man like if draymond just got like a bit more of a score too you know what i mean like that guy has such an ugly touch even around the rim and stuff and, like, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. so useful but then at times you're playing four and five on the offense like obviously he's a good passer and stuff but 
you know, those pick and rolls when you go back to Draymond, he fumbles and stuff too. So yeah, I just, I don't know. I think, I think easily if they had, I think if they had old clay and stuff too, and not like maybe a more experienced pool, this would be good, but it, I don't know. It's looking, it's looking bad right now. So I, I think Boston, Kerr needs to make a huge adjustment, which I think he can do. But if that doesn't happen, then Golden State's fucked. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about Clay's offensive struggles, but I think he's also been struggling defensively as well too. Like he's, you, you're right. He's definitely a step slower, and it's to be expected because he is just coming off of injury, and he's already back in the NBA Finals, so. He hasn't had that much time to be in tip-top condition. So you can definitely see that he is. Yeah, I'm not saying his career is like over or anything, but. Yeah, yeah, but I just think he needs time to adjust. Like it's been, he's been off for two years and he only, he's only been playing for what, since January? So what, that's like six months now? And like carefully. That's not that much time. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's definitely going to be adjustment, but he, he played well last night. It was just more so the rest of the team wasn't able to stop Boston whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. so um, I don't know. Just because they need, but yeah, just even with like, they just really needed another good score too and stuff. Like Looney can't actually fucking score like over ten ever and stuff too. So it's just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, that, I mean, that game, he could be pretty good if they if he gets it. Yeah, deep no, in the not post, bad. Though, he does but. like he does a job. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, that game, even like that was the this game. I was like, oh no, they might actually be in trouble. Like the first two. I was like, even the first one, I was like, okay, Golden State just didn't play the worst defense. They probably would have won that game and stuff. But Boston just looked better than them um, last game. So I'm cheering for Golden State, too. And I think they still have a possibility if they get some good adjustments. I don't know exactly what that'd be. But, yeah, so I, I think I'm leaning towards Boston right now, too. Yeah, and I actually don't like how they talked about uh, the crowd after the game. Like, that seems like... Any team that starts to make excuses to me seems already defeated. And yeah, I don't know. you can't come after a game, especially like it's like getting it from like someone like Clay Thompson, who they brought up the clip in 2016, how he was saying LeBron James got hurt about people like uh, yelling shit at yeah, him, yeah, yeah. and now he's doing the same thing right here. It's like as long as the crowd isn't being racist or uh, like harming anyone's family. They're allowed to be as vile as possible. Like we've talked about this on the podcast. Like as long as they're not doing those two things, what were they, you say whatever you want I wasn't to the even players. Following that after the game, I was just like, "Fuck, I don't want to even see the tweets and stuff." Um, <laughs> what, what it were was this? Uh, it was basically Draymond's wife took to Instagram saying that, "Oh, the crowd is cursing in front of children." Oh god! And it's like, like imagine <laughs> your husband being Draymond Green and you're fucking yeah worried about that shit. Are he he me? even he he cursed in his post game interview. Yeah. So it's like, why are you thing? And then on top of it, Clay came out and said, um, he he basically reiterated this reiterated the same thing, saying they're cursing in front of children and stuff. Oh, like, that's not cool. And it's like it's Boston. Like there's probably an eight year old. Yeah, and why, why the, the fuck are you worried about the children, man? Michael Jordan fucked them kids. Like you're in the finals <laughs> right now, and you're worried about. Okay, the- Mike didn't actually say that though. That's like <laughs> no, a but. but okay, you don't need to defend. But the se- Michael Jordan. The sentiment was there. The yeah, come on. There. We, we all know it's fuck them kids. Like winning yeah. is about winning. Like okay, goddamn, that's actually that's weak as shit that Clay said. Yeah, that. and like, that's what that's bro, what I didn't like. When I was like, even- they don't sound. Confident that's insane now. yeah like man when even when i played like when we go to places and they would go like we go to sask and they'd like throw shit at you and tell your mom's a whore and all this stuff and i fucking loved it man like talking shit afterwards and them hating you and like that relationship it's like i i got so excited to play in that so i don't know what the fuck their deal is with that like i you could throw baby fetuses on the court i'd be like yes like you'd say that's weak to complain about <laughs> 
I just want to know how you got that imagery in your head or that saying. Don't baby fetuses of all them, things, yo. Them kids. And like, you know what I mean? If they use- For whatever reason, someone in the crowd is going through an abortion live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just talking. In the arena. Yeah. Fucking, what's that girl's podcast? She's <laughs> there. It's like, oh, I didn't know it was nine months pregnant. Oh, my God. This guy <laughs> just throws it out into the court. Yeah. it's I, That's that's double funny because she actually does work in an arena, though. Yeah. So, like, she work, she literally works at Scotiabank. Yeah, there so. you go. Like, could oh happen. You know from experience. <laughs> could happen. Yeah. Um, Whose baby is this? Just throw her on the court. Jesus. But yeah, it, uh, it, it's definitely weak, and I, I don't like them. I don't like them making excuses. It's like it's like when um we when we were facing Milwaukee, and they were complaining about Drake being on the sidelines or whatever. It's like, bro, how is Drake your worst enemy in this series when you guys were up two nothing, almost almost three nothing in that series? Now we come back in and win. It's because Drake was on the sidelines. Um, but yeah, uh, real quick, this uh. Pops culture, me, bro. One is not me on Instagram, so you guys can just like report that account. And okay, I'm, I'm about to. I'll um, leave my phone running, but I'm gonna call the other call. Oh, okay, all right. I'll just leave it going. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just wrap up. Peace, audience. Um, but yeah, this uh, this account is not me, so you guys can just report it uh and get rid of it. I would never name myself, bruh anything on instagram um but it's funny to me because this guy's going off in people's dms asking them a couple of questions and stuff i know he got into some girls dms and was like messaging them what's up turns out this guy's in jail and he's just looking for someone to pay his uh what is it commissionary or commissions or whatever like get some money on his card in jail if you could possibly do it so definitely do not send this guy anything if he puts up a link, do not click it. Just report the account. I thought that was pretty funny. But I guess my meme page is getting that much bigger that uh, there's impersonators coming out and using it now. So we'll see what happens. But that'll do it for episode 132 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, if you continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Reasons FM, and now iHeartRadio really helps us get discovered. Um, and we genuinely do appreciate it. We will see you guys next week. Peace. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.